Hello and welcome to this special edition of The Long View, State of the Podcast 2015. Uh, this is a um, podcast episode that I've done once a year since I started, which looks like uh, it was uh, May of 2012, looking back at the records. And so I've been broadcasting for a little over three years now, and um, it's something I'm pretty proud of. I, I think um, it, it's been a, a long journey, and um, I've learned a lot of things, and uh Really appreciated all the support that I've seen over the years. And so what I'm kind of uh, looking to do this year is just kind of touch base on uh, how things are going, um, where I'm at, where my head is, and also what I'm seeing and thinking about for the future. So uh, let's take a look at last year. So if I'm looking at kind of a year in review thing, the first thing I have to talk about really is the, the major thing that happened, which was the split in the show. Um, now this is, um, we're, we're going to be posting Quick Looks episode number eight soon. And so uh, Lloyd and I have been recording that uh, for a while now, and I've been very encouraged at uh, you know about how it's been received. Uh, people have really seemed to respond well to the change in the format. Um, I think those that really like the long view and that's kind of their primary focus and interest is looking at one game and sort of really discussing it and digging deep are still getting that. Uh, and those who are also interested, like me, in new games are also kind of getting a little bit of a, a feel for that. Um, you know, from a gamer like myself and, and Lloyd, who've been doing this for quite some time. And so uh, it's been really kind of encouraging to see how that's worked. Uh, there have been a, a few little things that have changed that I haven't been thrilled about. Uh, one of them is the fact that the release schedule's gotten a little bit wonky. Um, you know, technically, I, I'm trying to release something every week. Uh, and most of the time that happens, but sometimes it slides to like 10 days or something. And uh, that was a little upsetting to me, you know, because I really prided myself. I mean, geez, even when I went away to Europe for a month, uh, I still had the episodes coming out regularly while I was gone. I had them in the can over to Joel, uh, ready to be released. And he helped me out with that. I mean, uh, you know, I, I really tried to take pride in delivering content in a very timely and predictable kind of a fashion. And so for me, not hitting that once a week, you know, like clockwork. Um, I, I haven't been really happy with that. It's something I'm continuing to work on. But I've also kind of decided I'm, I'm giving myself permission to not worry about it as much. Um, I, I've really kind of taken a, a little bit of a, a cue from Mark Johnson. Uh, in talking with him, he's been nice enough to be on the show uh, a couple of times. Um, he's helped me out in my classroom. He's a great guy, fantastic podcaster. And I put a lot of weight behind his opinion and uh, trying to kind of look at the things that he's done because, you know, he has been broadcasting for like ever. Um, you know, he was one of the first. And so, you know, I know he doesn't overly concern himself with release schedule. And, and he knows that, you know, people who are interested in, in hearing his thoughts about games are, you know, not hassling him if he doesn't release something. And I want to be clear, no one in my audience has hassled me. You know, no one has said, hey, you know, where's my episode? What's wrong with you? You know, I'm not saying that. This is a pressure that I have put internally on myself. And so... This is just an example of me trying to kind of uh, work through that issue on my own and say, you know what, um, it, it's, it's okay. You know, this is a, uh, you know, a hobby of mine. Uh, it's not my full-time job, um, like, you know, say Tom Vassell's or, you know, this is just something that I do on the side for fun. Uh, and sometimes coordinating my schedule with the guests or coordinating my schedule with Lloyd or, you know, just my own life, uh, you know, girls in volleyball or uh, my son's after school activities or uh, my own school, you know, and schoolwork and meetings and things of that nature that I have to do. 
you know, makes it so that I can't always release something right away like clockwork. And so I'm kind of taking a, a clue, you know, or a cue, if you want to think of it that way. I think that's a better word for it from Mark and saying, you know what, that's okay. And uh, I really do appreciate the fact that, uh, you know, people seem to be content to be along with the ride and, and no one has really given me a hard time if I don't release an episode on Sunday or, or Monday or something like that. So thank you uh, to all of you out there for understanding. Um, so the split for the show, I think, overall has been very positive. I've gotten lots of good feedback from people about the split of the show, about having you know Lloyd on. I think that's really been good. Having, uh, I've gotten some really great feedback about having my kids on, which I really appreciate. And and I hope it's not just people being nice. Um, you know, people actually seem to enjoy listening to their perspective as young gamers, and I really appreciate that. And so that's been kind of fun. And I I plan on continuing that, uh, including the episode I've kind of teased in the past about trying to have all the kids on and talking about all the games they played as they were growing up, because as a teacher, I can tell you, I am fairly certain there's a high correlation between the fact that my kids all do very well in school and the fact that they were playing games at a very young age. They were learning to concentrate. They were learning to attend. They were learning how to deal with frustration. They were learning how to win, how to lose, how to think, how to plan, uh, how to prioritize. All of these things I feel directly translate to some of the success that they've had at school. So um, that's kind of been exciting um, as I've kind of looked back on on that and, and kind of tried to uh, see if any of these kind of threads go back to their childhood. And, uh, you know, I think there's a high probability that uh, it did, you know, it did, it does. And so uh, that's something I'm looking forward to is discussing with them uh, the games that they remember from their childhood. So uh, I'm looking forward to doing that. Um, I've also been really happy about trying to sort of pay forward some of what Joel did for me um, in trying to help other podcasts maybe kind of get started. Um, you know, helping out a little bit with guilds here or there, or or just sending you know notes of encouragement to people who are just starting up. You know, when I see that thread saying, "I'm thinking of starting a podcast," or "I've just started a podcast," you know, and let me know what you think. And uh, I'm happy to take some time out of my schedule, listen to their episode, give them a little bit of feedback, and you know, I'm trying to just kind of pass forward. You know, pay it forward. I think is the term that. Uh, you know, all that uh, Joel did for me when I was starting my podcast. And, uh, you know, whether it's just listening and providing feedback, uh, whether it is um, helping out directly with something uh, like guilds, or whether it's, uh, you know, trying to hook somebody up with a sponsor. I mean, these are all things that, you know, I'm trying to do to try to, um, you know, keep in mind that a lot of my success has to do with people, um, you know, who have helped me. Uh, whether it was someone like Joel or whether it was someone like Tom with his advice or whether it was, uh, you know, Steve Bonacore who was, you know, really kind of pushing me early on and encouraging me, uh, some of my other friends and, uh, you know, just there's been so many people. And then, of course, listeners who've written in and said, hey, thanks for this episode or great job or I really enjoyed this one or, uh, you know, the kind of encouragement and feedback I've gotten there. So I'm trying to just kind of pay that forward a little bit. I think that's a great thing to do and I'm happy to do it and I plan on continuing that, of course. So that's been kind of fun. Um, what else? Uh, I've really enjoyed my trips uh, to Gen Con. It's kind of opened my eyes a little bit about the, the, sh the sheer size and scope of the hobby, and I think it's given me a little bit of a different perspective. And so that's been really kind of fun. Uh, going to Gen Con last year in particular was great because I worked, uh, you know, for Stephen and, and volunteered, rather, uh, for him in his booth. But this time I only did it halftime. 
And so I had half days, which meant I had the other half of the days to kind of go around, hang out with people, play games, uh, really check out that vendor hall instead of just working the whole time. And so that was really cool. I mean, you know, getting to, to meet people like Eric Tiao from uh, Push Your Luck Podcast, great guy, you know, had a lot of fun with him, um, you know, hanging out and actually getting to game with Joel and, and having some conversations with Lance and other people that I've listened to or, or chatted with back and forth, um, getting to meet people who are um, fans of the show. It's just been great. Um, and, you know, just kind of looking at the the health of the hobby in general, I think it's really kind of given me um, some insights into um, how things are going. And there's a couple of major trends that I kind of have seen and I've talked about. You know, the, the explosive growth of the hobby, I think, is undeniable. Uh, all you have to do is look on Amazon and in some of the big box kind of retail stores to see that it's growing, it's expanding. The sheer number of games, over 800 titles I heard at Essen, kind of crazy. Um, but also, uh, you know, the, the flip side to that, which is, you know, with high volume comes, you know, some some games that maybe weren't quite ready, you know, and it's not just a Kickstarter thing, you know, it's 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 kind of I think this rush to market sometimes, and so that's been kind of interesting to see and and see kind of that that flash fire of uh, a new hot title that just flares up and then it just dies away, and I think again that sort of speaks to me about the the whole point of the long view, which is trying to find those games that are not a flash in the pan, you know, they're the trying to find those games that are going to last, they're going to be around for a while and then have legs. So that's been really kind of fun. And, and I've really enjoyed the opportunities to go to Gen Con, which in part has been, you know, sponsored by you, my listeners, um, you know, when I do supporter drives and things like that, uh, whether it be for replacement equipment I needed or, or, you know, wanting to go to Gen Con or doing auctions and saying, hey, you know, I would love to do this auction, go to Gen Con. And uh, I know some of my listeners have bought stuff. Um, so that's another great way of supporting the show. And, and I really appreciate that. So it's been a really fun year uh, looking back. There's a lot of great changes that I've been very comfortable with. Uh, the last thing I want to talk about is the uh, Fulcrum video series. There's uh, some of you out there who are aware of that and aware of just the, the videos that I've been trying to do. I think I've only released four. Uh, it's either three or four. Uh, maybe I've released three and I have a fourth that I'm waiting to release just because I haven't released it yet. And I've really been enjoying those. I've enjoyed that process. But sadly, like all these other ideas I have during the summer when I'm at home, <laughs> once the school year starts, the time just slips away. And so I'm going to keep doing those. But again, kind of taking a, a cue from Mark, I'm not going to worry about release schedule. I'm not going to worry about how often I'm doing them because look, there's already fantastic video reviewers out there, and they do a phenomenal job, and I'm not looking to crowd into their space. There's, there's enough people there, I think, now already. Uh, what I'm looking to do is kind of the flip side of the long view, which is try to cut to the heart of a game in like a 30-second or less video, and uh, that's been done. I know Joel did one of those with uh, Mage Knight, I believe. Um, there, there was the uh, flash-based review thing uh, that was done for a while that was fantastic. There's been other people who played around in that space space before, but it's a space that I'm really comfortable with because I don't need superb production values and cutaways and different camera angles in a 30-second video. It's something that I can do quickly. I can set it up. And it's also something where most of the prep work is done in my head, trying to think about what is the heart of that game? What is the thing that makes that game unique and special? And I'm just going to show that real quick, just to kind of add a little bit of, of uh, something to the conversation for people who are looking and always wondering, like, well, what is it about that game that you like? 
like or that makes it special or makes it unique. And so that's kind of where that Fulcrum video series is, is coming from. And so look for more uh, of those, but I'm not going to promise anything as far as release schedule goes, unfortunately. My primary focus, I think, needs to be the podcast because that's kind of what I started with and that's what people are, are kind of, I think, um, most interested in when it comes to content from me. So a uh, little, little word about those videos. Uh, just wanted to throw that out there as well. So what's coming up? Uh, coming up, uh, I am continuing to try to uh, build the show. I'm going to take one more year, I think. Th- this year, um, I'm going to continue to record and broadcast and all that and release. And, and that's, you know, that's a guarantee. I'm going to do that. Um, but I'm going to look and see how far I can push the brand of the show. You know, I, I think about guys like, uh, you know, the guys on Heavy Cardboard. Um, this is a podcast that started up, I think, just a little over a year ago. And uh, those guys have really rocketed uh, in their popularity, in their content, um, in their listenership. I mean, they, they really are doing a great job. And I think one of the ways they're doing it is they're doing a great job of pushing their brand. Um, they have a very identifiable brand. And they have a brand that, um, you know, they're doing a, a really good job of kind of uh, getting the message out there. And so um, I'm trying to kind of learn some lessons from them, even though they're newer than me, um, and trying to see if there's ways that I can push my brand a little bit. And so uh, that's one of the things that's led to the contest, uh, kind of supporter drive that I'm running, uh, however you want to call it. Uh, and that's in conjunction with my fantastic uh, sponsor, uh, GameSurplus.com. Uh, they are providing a couple of games for me for a um, sort of a, a raffle sort of style uh, thing. And uh, one of them is uh, Day of Days, the Normandy Invasion. That's from Multiman Publishing. And the other one is a, uh, a brand new copy of Merchants and Marauders. And so those are two games uh, that she has that she's willing to ship anywhere in the world uh, for someone who is a listener and who tries to kind of help me out. Now, uh, what can we do as far as supporting the show? Well, what I'm looking for right now is I'm looking for the uh, I'm looking for more reviews on iTunes. Um, you know, that's one of the things that I know the guys on Heavy Cardboard push and they give a shout out for. And in talking to publishers, that's one of the first things that publishers look for when they're trying to determine whether or not uh, they want, you know, a show like mine to do review work for them. And so, um, you know, the review work is something that naturally I'm very interested in. And I know there's a, a segment of my audience is very interested in it. Um, and it's also one of the things that kind of uh, drives the show in general general and allows me to kind of continue doing what I'm doing. Um, You know, when I have a guest who says, hey, I'd like to do an episode about this game, uh, a lot of times I need to go out and kind of buy that game or I need to ask a publisher for a copy of that game if I've never played it. It's not one in my collection already so that I can kind of, you know, run through it and have an idea of what I'm talking about when I record the episode. It's rare for me to, to release an episode like the Leader One episode where I haven't played the game at all. And I was happy with how that episode turned out, but I I always think it would be better if I had more direct experience with a game that I'm talking with. I'm sorry, that I'm talking about with a guest. And so, you know, that's that costs money. I mean, that's something that I have to do. I have to go out and get these games. And some of these games might not be games I would normally have thought about or gotten, but I'm happy to do it for the show. Um, so if I can get publishers to kind of send me things, that's hugely helpful to me. And so one of the things I'm trying to do is push the brand of the show a little bit. I want to try and get more reviews out there on iTunes. And I'm also looking for anybody who would like to you know, perhaps um, try and help me gain some uh, Twitter followers. Um, You know, that would be great. Uh, I have been more active on Twitter, although I got to admit it's exhausting. Um, More on that later. 
And um, also anybody who would like to maybe write something up that I can post on the web page because of course publishers go to the web page. Um, and so I like to kind of post things that people have said about the podcast on the web page. And I've already pulled some quotes um, from listeners in the past when I first set up the web page, and I really appreciate how gracious they were about letting me use that. But I am looking to kind of cycle in some new things and some new ideas, and you know maybe um, some something I can put on the uh, web page talking about why you listen to the Long View, why you think it's a good show, or it's a show worth supporting, um, what you think it does. And so these are all the kinds of things that I'm looking for in this supporter drive. And so what I'm doing is I'm going to kind of keep track uh, on a spreadsheet like I did the last time around of everybody who either submits a review on iTunes, sends me something um, for the webpage. And you can send that either through Geek Mail or you could send it to contact at thelongviewpodcast.com. Either of those is fine. Um, and if, you know, uh, you can maybe, uh, send me a geek mail or, uh, you know, if, for, for people who are shouting out about the show, perhaps on Twitter, uh, I'd be happy to include them too, because Twitter followers is also something that I know that publishers look at, uh, because I don't have a YouTube channel. I don't have a channel, uh, since I'm not a video reviewer where they can just look and say, oh, look, you know, this guy got 10,000 views of this or 3000 views or whatever it happens to be. Podcast statistics are a little bit trickier for publishers to kind of determine, hey, you know, who do I send stuff to? Who do I not? Um, There's some metrics involved there, and it's more difficult to pin down with the podcast. So I know what they look for are things like iTunes reviews, website hits, uh, you know, uh, commentary, um, Twitter activity. These are all things that I know publishers are happy about. So um, if, uh, you know, you can tweet out about trying to Grab some new followers for the long view. That would be awesome. Um, send in something for the web page or post a review on iTunes. I'll put your name into a drawing. Then I'm going to use random.org and I will pick a name. And that person will get to pick. Would you like a copy of Merchants and Marauders or would you like the MMP title uh, Day of Days? Um, and then the second person will get uh, the other game and both of them will be shipped uh, to the winners anywhere in the world. So uh, that's just a little uh, thank you from myself and from my sponsor, GameSurplus.com. So, um, you know, they have been fantastic to me. Um, I know they've been good to the guys over at Heavy Cardboard. Uh, They are a a growing kind of a a resource. Um, They've always been there, and Thor did a great job of building the Game Surplus brand. And now I think it's my mission and and the the mission of the guys at Heavy Cardboard. Uh, You know, I, I feel confident enough I can speak for them to say, you know, the mission is to just let more people know about Game Surplus because, uh, you know, their pricing is fantastic. But most importantly, they're almost like a personal shopper. You know, if you're looking for something that is difficult to find, if you're looking for an import and you shoot them a ma- an email at games at gamesurplus.com, they're going to find it for you. If it can be found, they'll find it. And then when they get it, they're not going to charge you $5 million for it. I mean, there are people who bring titles over from Essen, uh, other companies. Uh, I'm not going to call anybody out and you can get them but you're paying this huge premium for it and you know one of the things I've always respected about uh, game surplus is they don't do that they don't like kind of take advantage of that and say oh, somebody really wants this, uh, we're just going to charge them this ridiculously high price for it. And that's something that I've really appreciated about them. So for me, um, you know, one of the reasons I'm proud to uh, be associated with Game Surplus is their their customer service. It's that reputation that they have. It's a sterling reputation. Their shipping is fantastic. Um, everything is always well packaged. And so I'm really thrilled that uh, we're continuing our relationship. And, uh, I, you know, I'm really thrilled that they're uh, helping 
helping the show out by uh, helping with this little contest. So, um, you know, kudos to them and thank you uh, and thank them, actually, I should say very much for their continued support. So, you know, to wrap this thing up, um, you know, what I'm thinking of doing for the, the coming year is really kind of continuing what I've done, which is the Quick Looks episode, alternating with long uh, view episodes, um, trying to push the brand a little bit, trying to maybe run some more contests, um, trying to get more people sort of uh, excited about the show, uh, try to attract some new listeners, and just see how far I can push that in this year. Now, that doesn't mean that there's going to be endless commercials on the show. Or, or things of that nature. That's not what I'm talking about. Um, I'm just trying to see how far I can push the brand and you know what that translates to as far as um, you know publishers go and listenership goes and things of that nature. So uh, that's kind of going to be the focus for this year. Um, not necessarily the commercialization of the long view, but uh, kind of trying to build the brand uh, even further. Um, and you know I, I've kind of kicked around the idea of maybe starting up a Patreon kind of a page, but I don't think I'm going to do that for right now. I, I I may do that at a later point, but right now you know, I'm still good. Um, you know, things are still going fine. I'm still blessed with a, a job and, uh, you know, benefits and, and a great family. And that's not something that everybody can say. And I'm mindful of that. So, um, you know, I don't know that I'm necessarily going to do that right now. And it's not to accuse others of being money grubbers by any stretch of the imagination, not at all. Uh, doing this does uh, take time and it does sometimes cost money. Um, no, what it has to do with is the fact that uh, I'm doing okay. And I, I, you know, in hard economic times, you know, I sometimes uh, try to keep a, a mind on the fact that uh, I'm really fortunate. I don't have to worry about that kind of thing right now. And so for me to try to collect funds that I don't really need at the moment, I think I'm okay. Uh, I know a lot of people are moving towards the Patreon kind of a thing. I think it's a great idea, don't get me wrong. Um, but if I don't have an immediate need, which I kind of don't feel I do, um, I don't think I'm, I'm going to go in that direction. If I have an immediate need, you'll be the first to know, you know, if a computer craps out on me again or uh, my microphone goes uh, a kerplunk or something, um, you know, I, I may ask for a little bit of help uh, offsetting those kinds of things. But right now, everything's golden. So uh, I, I don't think uh, th this year's supporter drive has anything to do with that end of things. So uh, thanks very much to everybody in the past who has helped out and contributed uh, with reviews or with donations and things. It's fantastic. And every once in a while, I'm surprised by a donation that just suddenly shows up in my PayPal account. It's like, wow, you know, that, that's really awesome. It's like a tip, um, you know, for good service. I, I try to think of it as like like a, a waiter at a restaurant or a waitress at a, a restaurant. Um, you know, somebody just gave me a tip. You know, maybe they really like that episode, and that's awesome. Um, and you know, I, I'm thrilled and, and flattered by that. So, uh, for right now, I think from that end of the show, uh, things are going okay. Um, you know, always thrilled uh, if someone wants to send in a little tip like that. But uh, right now, things are, are going pretty solid, and so I want to see how this continues to go. Um, we're gonna push the brand for this year. We're going to keep releasing quick looks and long views. Uh, I would love to hear any kind of feedback anybody has about this or, or the thoughts that I have for this year. And of course, I want to spend the last few moments just thanking everybody out there for listening. Uh, you know, I'm fully aware that uh, the long view is nothing without its listeners. And, you know, you all have stuck with me for a long time. Uh, the growth in the audience of the show has been slow and steady. And I kind of like to think that slow and steady wins the race kind of thing. I'm like the turtle, you know. 
Um, and so I, I've really been pleased with uh, uh, the loyalty and, and flattered by the loyalty of the following that uh, has been with the Longview. I mean, there's there's you know some people who've been with me since you know episode two, episode one. Uh, you know, people who've been around forever, like Eric Brocious and Jason Obermeyer, and, and people like that who I know have been listening like forever. And so I want to thank them and thank all of the rest of you for listening to the show, uh, for being part of uh, our wonderful hobby, uh, for engaging in conversation, and most importantly for writing in and asking me, hey, you know, can we do an episode about this game? Can we do an episode about that game? I mean, that's really what keeps the show going is you. If the show relied only on games that I felt I was kind of an expert in, it would have ended a long time ago, would not have lasted three years. And so um, I'm really happy about that. And I'm always thrilled to hear from somebody. And I'm very grateful for people writing in and taking an active part in what I'm hoping is kind of the the legacy of the Longview long after I stop recording, which is sort of a a little bit of a a database left over for people who really want to know a lot about a game, who really want to hear what it's about from someone who really knows it well. And so uh, I really appreciate all of you out there for listening. So um, for Lloyd Keller and myself, my family, I want to say thanks to everybody out there and have a great night.